Hello, I'm Arianna Raji Lee, founder of Pasha Mama, and welcome to our conversation, In Conversation, the podcast where I speak to women's health practitioners, baby and toddler experts, mamas and mums-to-be, to find out about what they do and how their story can support you through modern motherhood. Let's get started, shall we? Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Mama's the Word, the unspoken truths of motherhood. Today's episode is with Aparna T and it's a really, really lovely episode and story. I could have spoken to her for hours, but we only had 20 or so minutes. So we've got to the juicy bits from the start. Aparna is a mother of two. She has a three-year-old and a six-month-old at home. And we talk about how she prepared her toddler for the arrival of her newborn, how she spoke to her about the growing of her belly and what it would mean for her eldest daughter to have a sibling. We also talk about the differences between the two birthing stories that uh, Perna went through for her daughters. Her first child was a preterm baby and Perna really suffered from feelings of guilt because of that. And we touch on how she has overcome those feelings. We also talk about her arrival at a hospital alone during the peak of the pandemic and what her children and being a mother has taught her. It's a really beautiful, beautiful episode with some wonderful stories and sound bites. And I really, really hope that you feel supported and your spirits lifted and you learn from this one. So sit back, relax and enjoy the episode. Aparna, hi, lovely to meet you. How are you? Hi, Ariana. Very well. Thank you. Good. Well, thank you so much for for taking the time to speak with me today. Um, Why don't we start by telling the community um, who you are, how many kids you've got and um, their ages? Um, so I'm a partner. I am a mom to two uh, girls. Uh, my oldest is three years old um, and my newborn, she's six months old. Uh, so weaning baby with, with me. Um, originally from India, moved to the UK almost 10 years ago now. So it's quite a while. Um, I'm by profession, I'm a fashion uh, garment technologist, but I have been working with a lot of early stage startups in the UK, um, and um, yeah, newly just enjoying being a mother. Um, awesome. Well, there's a lot to unpick there. Um, one of the first questions I ask, which is a kind of ridiculous question to ask, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How have you found these last few months in lockdown? Bearing in mind that you have a six month old at home now. Honestly, very crazy, very, very challenging, especially this around this time last year, um, uh, we found out we, I, was, I was expecting my second one. Uh, and that time my daughter was just two. Um, so it was, and she's a ball of energy. So it was very difficult to manage being pregnant at the same time, uh, being homeschooling her. So that, that for us was very, very challenging. And, and I had a few complications of my own with the pregnancy. So it was not the easiest, I would say, in terms of managing these last uh, 10 months. But I think we've, uh, it's been a blessing in one way because it's given me time to focus on my family um, and focus on my daughter, especially because bringing in a new life meant that 
I didn't want her to feel insecure about anything that was going to come her way. Um, so although she was going to be becoming big sister, it's it's a joyful moment. She knew what was happening, but there would have been some insecurity that would have probably creeped in if I would have worked the crazy hours that I I used to work uh, in my full time role uh, previously. So I think it kind of gave me that time to just unwind, sit back, and just focus on myself, uh, my bump. <laughs> and uh, focus on my daughter and my my husband i was like okay let's let's do this for them so i think there's there's a bit of a silver lining in the pandemic that is them. that is really lovely and i think we definitely have to look at it in a way that you know shine a positive light in in any way we can and i think for so many people i've spoken to myself included the fact that the pandemic has put a massive sort of pause button on so many things has really made us reevaluate and sort of look at what we prioritize and how we were living before and things like that. So I'm really glad that um, you're looking at it through that lens, which is lovely. Um, what can you tell me a little bit about, because we have, we'll have a lot of um, mums in the community who are pregnant with a small one at home, with a little one at home. How, what, what things did you do in order to foster that nurturing environment to prepare your eldest daughter for the arrival of her sister? Um, I think one of the first things for, for me uh, and my husband was for us to talk her through this experience because uh, for her to know why is mama suddenly, you know, becoming bigger? What's, what's growing inside her? Uh, why is mama not picking me up? Like she had so many whys that it was important that rather than creating a fairy tale story for her, we just be honest about it and say that, okay, there is a baby in here. Um and thanks to Peppa Pig and uh, Mummy Rabbit, <laughs> it just worked out well because I think they see so many things uh, that they they are aware. They just don't want to accept it, and they always think that it's just a fairy tale. It's just a cartoon, you know. But when they when she really saw that there was something happening, and Mama is probably having uh, aches and pains, she has her ups and downs. I could see her emotions fluctuating along with like she mimicked my emotions um, and I think the good thing in that was that she had a space to speak about it um, I was uh, I wouldn't say it was rose it was a cakewalk because homeschooling her with a bump was not the easiest um, she was also having her meltdowns. she would want to go out but she can't go out living in a flat was not the easiest of situations as well not seeing people and how much can a child really understand the virtual world uh, for her virtual meant probably you know speaking to grandparents previously but now it became everybody um, so preparing her around being able to ask answer every question she asked but giving her a honest and real answer rather than a made-up story of you know god's coming and going to give a little uh, baby to you outside of the door no we had to literally tell her that you know uh, she is the one who's going to take care of the baby and I think she does uh, because of the way she sees how I behave with her um, the nursery initially before they closed down did tell me that she kind of imitates me in nursery with her friends so I think that feedback kind of made me realize that maybe I it's okay for her to feel motherly towards other children as well. 
That's such a lovely <laughs> thing. That's so lovely. You know, it's motherly, it's caring, it's looking after others. Like that's a really, really lovely thing to be showing at such a such a young age. She is, and it, even till this date, like um, you know, she is very motherly. I I would uh, give you a little example. So the moment Naira came home, Naira is my six month old. So when Naira came home. um and i just told her that listen mama needs to just use the washroom would you mind just you know watching uh, naira for me please don't pick her up just talk to her and this is uh, not even a three uh, you know three day old baby and she's just looking at her staring at her from far and then she just told her that listen mama is my mama and i am your mama <laughs> so i was like this is amazing like I don't mind it. Like it was really she. She kept to all the instructions that I kind of gave her. So she stood by the rules that okay, no touching baby because baby baby cannot be picked up. But she spoke to the child and she decided to choose her words what she wanted to speak. And I just overheard it. And my husband and I were like, I think we did something right during this time. That's, that's so lovely. I can almost imagine you hearing that and your heart just going. Yeah, that's so I, nice. I, I had just come back from the hospital and I just saw that and I was like mm, okay <laughs> it's worthwhile because I was in tears in the hospital because I was like she was running temperature um and it was not the easiest of uh birthing situations I had with Naira um so I was I was split between one per, one child of mine having 41 degree temperature alone with her dad crying out for me and on the other hand i had my newborn in my arms and a cesarean and i had to just get on my feet and get start i had to start walking so there was no no other way for me but to just pick up get up get like the doctor needs to say you're good to go home i just had to push myself for that so that was something which uh, when i came home and saw that experience i was like okay everything is worthwhile at the end of it all that's so lovely um and i want to you know you touched on uh that you know you, you haven't had the, the the easy it wasn't the easiest birthing experience now obviously you've become a second mom during a pandemic both experiences must have been very very different um i don't know it was you know maybe talk talk me through the differences and and kind of how you're feeling towards both of those journeys for you so nena for me was um preterm um being a first time mom having a preterm i was i was very involved in my work so which is which is who i am i i, I take everything very passionately with the way i approach things and somewhere i started blaming myself for her arriving early um although it was just for for calling it to uh, a full term she was short by 2 days but when i saw her she was really tiny and i i was so nervous i she had issues with feeding she couldn't latch on for almost 2 3 days you know you're not even able to feed the child because she's not not just that she's not able to latch but i'm not in, able to uh, produce the milk for her so she's not got the most important nutrient colostrum for her to to get started um i think i i i might have cried myself every single day plus she had uh, neonatal jaundice which was not uh, although i'm aware of all of these things um, because my family has a medical background so i knew all of this thing but i didn't know how to cope with it um, 
and family support was there. My parents were arriving soon to uh, to come and uh, meet uh, their grandchild. So there was that support. My husband was there. Everybody was there. Uh, but it still felt so hollow and so lonely doing all of it. Um, but on the other hand, I had uh, Naira in COVID, um, an elective C-section while my elder one was a natural birth. Um, she was elective C-section with gestational diabetes as one of my complications. Plus I had a, two, I had a fibroid, which was, which was so massive that she couldn't have, uh, she could have had her own a set of issues uh, with the birthing experience. So what was even worse was that I had to go to the hospital myself. Uh, not because I, uh, the doctor hospital did not allow my husband to join, but my daughter was running 42 temperature. We were scared as hell if she had got uh, COVID. So we had to get her tested. Luckily, that very night, we got the res result saying she was all clear. There was no... Uh, COVID, so she it was just some kind of a viral that she had picked up, and her, my waters broke at 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> Very similar to my elder one, but at least there was time to reach the hospital. Here, there was no time. I we were so nervous. I had my elder one in my hand, crying that she wants to cuddle me because she's feeling so uh, feverish and cold. And on the other hand, I have. I have to get to the hospital. So it was more around explaining it to her that, listen, I'm going to go get your sister for you, but dad's going to be with you. Um, and I'll see you soon, hopefully at the end of the day or maybe tomorrow morning. So she still remembers that experience. What wasn't something I had planned or imagined was getting my contractions at the very moment I stepped out of the house. So it was not like I carried my own bag uh, walked up to the taxi stand in the middle of the night, <laughs> waiting for the Uber to come, which took its own sweet time to come. <laughs> and then rushing to the hospital and worse off because of COVID, uh, entrance from the parking was closed. So I had to find the entrance and I couldn't find the entrance. Uh, I kept walking, the bag felt like stones on me. I had to carry my maternity bag and it was, it was so, so heavy. Um, luckily I found, it was like that very good Samaritan story. <laughs> I found somebody from the ambulance, emergency ambulance, and that gentleman, he just took me up to the floor. And that's it. Within one hour, uh, my husband somehow managed to um, reach out to our friends. And um, he, uh, Nena was with, uh, with her best friend and she stayed with them so it was great she was also expecting another child so it kind of worked out very well and uh, and he reached just in time before i went into surgery and it wow. was something i couldn't have imagined doing it if if it was the first time yeah i mean i couldn't imagine yeah i mean that okay there's so much you've <laughs> said there but it's like Wow. I mean, just hearing those two stories, they're both very, very different, but Aparna, your, your, your resilience is shining through here. Let's, let's talk about your first, your first, um, the first birth, um, preterm baby, crying every night at the start, blaming yourself. How did you, well, first of all, 
how did you overcome those feelings of guilt and understanding are you over uh, do you still blame yourself or do are you now so far from it that you can you can see it through a different light i think i continued to blame myself for the longest period of time and naira helped me to overcome it because for me um the whole aspect of the pandemic being pregnant not knowing whether how things are going to go family support everything you had to do it yourself uh that by itself was it was so challenging and so every day i just took every day as it came i just wanted to make sure that will naira also be preterm it was always a question at the back of my mind because it felt like maybe i did something wrong then which i could amend now and if i don't do it correctly now then maybe you know it's just the way my body is maybe that's what my body wants that the baby comes out early and there's nothing wrong in that but for me to accept that i think this experience of the pandemic and having naira this time around just reassured me that there was nothing wrong in what i did then there's nothing wrong in what i did now because when i look at nana now she is nothing less than anybody who is a full term child yeah she, she does everything equally so there's no reason why we should feel um that you know if the child is born preterm we have done something wrong yeah. it's just that the child wanted to come early and mm-hmm. i think now i look at it from a brighter side but for the longest period of time i have um i've always thought about it that you know i could have done something better and okay. i did that's an, you know and as you said for for your for the second pregnancy to have that sort of i guess pressure on you to to you know as you were saying like oh i did something wrong the first time so i'm going to make sure i don't do it that must have been that must have been quite a weight to to carry for for that amount of time it is ariana and especially what what is worse is that you have a you have a child who's a toddler who wants to be cuddled who wants to be carried and then you are you you're looking at your bump and you're like can i carry her if i carry my toddler is the bump going to be affected is the is the baby inside me going to feel hurt or pain or anything and we don't realize but i think our children and you know our babies know and and they are they are a lot more stronger than what we are and and i think they have made me stronger uh, i don't think i was this strong and that's why i i think one thing i always my mother was very surprised to figure out that uh you know that i actually went myself so she she didn't imagine me and if there's anybody who i say is very strong in my family i always it's my mother um she, like she she has gone through he- a lot of things in terms of her health and now she's battling cancer so she's had a share but um, but yeah so i think uh, it's it's the way the children are they make us much better human beings i would say that's so lovely and i'm sorry to hear that your mother is is unwell um i wanted to also ask you about being in that moment where you i mean so brave going to the going to the hospital on your own that second time round carrying this bag not being able to find the entrance how what was kind of going through your mind at that that time what were you doing were you doing anything to try and just keep as calm as possible in one of the situations that would make anyone completely opposite i i had this and the second thing was i was just talking to the baby and saying just hang in there mama's going to take you soon so we just need to find the entrance help me find the entrance that's all i spoke so i i think i was just talking to to the baby and in my head i knew that she would she was listening 
Um, so, so I think it, it, it was there because the contractions were very heavy. Uh, but every time I spoke, I just felt like I was, I was soothing myself and the baby at the same time. Mm. Um, and after delivery, when, when the doctors actually uh, showed her to us and um, they actually told us that, you know, the way my placenta was, um, anything could have happened because uh, like literally all the nerve endings were on only one side of the placenta. It was not all around. So it could have been dangerous for the baby and for myself. And it was then that I realized that things could have gone really bad, but we, we, we were there. We, we were holding ourselves together. So I think, I think it was meant to be yeah. because you never know what, what happens. Yeah. And I think you have to, one has to really sort of hold on to that. I, I definitely believe that things happen for a reason. It is what it is. And, and you sort of hold on to that as some sort of faith. Um, I wanted to ask you, you know, before we started recording, you, you did say that um, the two different pregnancies and deliveries have taught you a lot about yourself. Would you mind sharing what the, what those learnings are? The first thing is that I never knew I was this stronger person. Um, I never knew I was so protective and so, um, you know, so headstrong, if, if that is a word I want to use here. But I, I was so determined to just hold on to both of the things. The second thing was that I think I had a mental block of sorts that I wanted to always have a natural birth. So for me, having a cesarean was more like, I'm, you know, this, this is not something that should have happened to me. So again, it's always kind of thinking, why is it happening to me? Why do I always, first time I struggled so much to get pregnant that almost when I, when we kind of gave up saying, okay, you know what, maybe it's not meant for us. And then suddenly uh, Nena arrives and she's our miracle baby. And then after two years, two and a half years, we realized that, oh, I'm pregnant again. Again, it was like, as an operations person, professionally, I'm so organized and so planned. And I couldn't plan anything in my own life. It just felt like things had to happen at their own pace. And I had to accept them. And I think that sometimes I just need to stop judging myself, stop blaming myself for things around and planning everything. Sometimes you just have to go with the flow. And I think that was something that I've learned through being a mom. Um, you can't plan anything around children. You don't know when they fall sick. You don't know what they want at what times. You just have to be there. Um, and I think I, I had to start listening more, uh, listening to how she's feeling, how she's thinking, uh, what, is it, what does she need? Um, I don't think I would have been able to do any of it if it was a Parna version one, <laughs> uh, honestly. Honest, everything you said, I was like... <laughs> I mean, I've, yeah, I mean, I, I, you're preaching to the choir. I mean, you know, you, you know, from you've commented on my post that my husband and I have been trying for a while to get pregnant and I am a planner. I run, a, you know, I'm, I'm organized to a T and I've really had to learn these past 10 months that what is meant to happen for me will happen and I can't control it. And I'm a massive control freak. So I can only imagine how having children will continue to teach mothers how to change, adapt, be more fluid, I guess, or deviate from what they were before they had kids um, in a really sort of positive and 
nurturing natural way so yeah um Aparna, I could talk to you for hours, which we don't have. Um, so I'm going to ask you one last question. Um, and I'm, I ask this to, to everyone. Um, motherhood is a melting pot of emotions and feelings, and it has its up days and it has its down days and it's round and round days. How would you describe motherhood to you today in this moment? Um, I would say it's, it's a complete mixed bag, mixed bag of emotions. Um, there are days I'm putting out my hair and there are days when I'm, I just look at both of them and I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever done in my life. I couldn't have done anything better. Uh, so it's, it's always a mixed uh, uh, feeling. Um, and I think I'm just, I just thank my stars for, for, the, for the path that it has led me and the way things have fallen into place, including the fact that I've, uh, and I think I'm, I'm just going to quickly deviate and say that I feel like I have twins and not just Naira because I also started my own business um, with skincare, which was only because of my daughter. Everything has gone because of Nana and the way she uh, led me to do things. Um, so, and it's it's actually uh, called Zizu, uh, Zizu Organic. And the key thing about it is that it is it means child. Uh, so it's Sanskrit for Shishu, uh, which okay. means child. So that is right now I have three children and not just two <laughs> so so yeah so it's it's complete it's exciting it's crazy it's it's just a roller coaster that I'm happy to be on that's so great that's so lovely and we will I will absolutely get your website from the business and everything and we will link to it in the show notes and on Instagram so that people can definitely check that out and, and support I mean we could do a whole nother episode on balancing business with babies but we don't have time for that Aparna thank you <laughs> thank you so, so, much. so much for talking to me it's been wonderful thank you so much Oriana thank you Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.